Welcome to the Alpha Male Coach Podcast, the only podcast that teaches men the cognitive mastery and alpha mindset that it takes to become an influential and irresistible man of confidence. Here's your host, certified life coach and international man of mystery, Kevin Ayo. What's up, my brothers? Welcome back to the Alpha Male Coach Podcast. I am your host, Kevin Ayo. And today I want to talk to you guys about attachment. Today we're going to talk about attachment. And the thing about attachment, that's, that's really what we're here for. That's really what we've come here for. Now look, if you guys, I know you guys are on the spiritual path because you're listening to this podcast. If, you, if this is the first podcast episode you listen to and it's the last podcast episode you listen to, <laughs> then you're probably not on the spiritual path, right? It's you're like, oh, okay, I'm here to get some alpha male stuff. I want to learn how to get laid. I want to learn how to make more money. I want to learn how to get taller. And I want to learn how to grow my hair back on my head. This guy's talking about spirituality. I'm obviously in the wrong place. And that's okay. That's totally fine. However, if you listen to this podcast and it resonates with you, then you're on the spiritual path. And by being on the spiritual path, brothers... You're really here learning the lesson. You're going through the school. You're taking the curriculum. We come here. You know, our souls, I talked about this last week, this candle of life, you know, the flame, the flame, the fire. You know, the fire incarnates because it has to burn off karma, because it has to, because it has to burn off impurity. Right? Now, what is impurity? Attachment. It's exactly what we're going to talk about today. It's attachment. It's illusion. It's attachment to illusion. Because you are divinity. I am divinity. We are divinity pushing through awareness, pushing through consciousness to experience self, to experience divinity, to experience love. And attachment is the barrier to that. Attachment is known as karma. It's known as a, it's the barrier to love. It's the barrier to experiencing truth. It's the barrier to experiencing self, God, divinity. And so we build karma through attachment and we release karma by releasing attachment. Now, what is karma? Karma is the cause of incarnation. Karma is the impurity. Our soul comes here, not just, again, it wants to experience itself, right? It wants to love and experience itself, but it also has to do that by letting go, by releasing. You know, it's the block of marble, you know, the masterpiece, the David is within the block of marble, but we have to get rid of all the, the not David, right? We have to get rid of all the not masterpiece. That's part of our incarnation process. We have to burn off the impurities. We get rid of what is not. And what is not is attachment because divinity doesn't attach. Divinity doesn't get stuck in energy. What gets stuck in energy is ego. What gets stuck in energy is, is attachment, ego. That's, the, that's what creates the suffering is the attachment. The attachment to form, the attachment to what isn't real, the attachment to what is in transition, in a flux. And so we come here. These people may ask, why did I come here? <laughs> what is the cause of birth? What is the cause of incarnation? Well, I mean, again, different, different stories, right? But it all, comes, it all comes down to the same story. We incarnate for, for this reason. This is, a, this, is a, this is a classroom. And you as a spirit, you on, on the spiritual path, the classroom here. I don't know if this is second grade, third grade, or fourth grade, right? I don't know. I don't know how many grades are after this. I don't know how many grades came before this. I don't know. Maybe we're third grade. Maybe before we came here in the third dimension, right, third grade, we were in second grade. We were in the second dimension. We were moving forward and backward, left and right, 
We're, we're in flat world, right? Flat universe. There's no up and down. Everything's flat. Everything's in two dimensions, forward, backward, side to side, right? And then we work through all the karma we have to work through there. And then we come here to the third dimension. All of a sudden, pop, right? We're popped up into third dimensions. We now have up and down. And we're in third grade and we have to work through different types of karma. And then after we finish our karma here, we go into fourth grade and in the fourth dimension, who knows what that looks like and what that experience is. And we probably don't have bodies. It's like we wouldn't have bodies in flat world or flat universe because it requires up and down, right? Everything's flat. Everything's in two dimensions. So we don't have bodies. We don't have trees, birds, houses, rocks, rivers, streams, cells. We don't have these things in flat universe. We probably don't have them in the fourth dimension either. But here we do. In third grade, we have it. And you are a spiritual being in a spiritual classroom. And what is the spiritual lesson? The spiritual lesson is attachment. Attachment to what? Attachment to form, of course. And it's not to say to renunciate form. I'm not saying to neglect form. This isn't an episode or a podcast about go join a monastery. This isn't a podcast about go to the Himalayas and climb up into the caves. This isn't a podcast about find an ashram and renunciate from life and leave the world. I'm not telling you to leave the world of form. I'm telling you to be fully engaged with it. I'm saying be engaged with it. Be a human being. That's the first step. The first step is to know that you've incarnated here as a human being, that you are a candle, that your flame has come here because this is where candles are. And as a candle, let's enjoy the candleness. Enjoy the candleness, but don't be attached to the candle because the candle is burning. The candle is limited. The candle is, it's not real. It's, it's made of wax. It's going to go away. It's here in transition and flux. So brothers, our attachment to this world, to this form, is what creates the karma. And how long have we been doing this? How long has this been going on? Look, again, everybody has their own idea of things. You know, every religion would say for eternity, including Judaism and Christianity, by the way. You know, the whole idea of reincarnation is in both Judaism and Christianity. It's not in the church, but that's a whole other story, right? The church doesn't want to, because it wants you believing in reincarnation because then you have another chance and that would take away their power. <laughs> so they took out the concept of reincarnation from the teachings of Jesus, but it's in every religion. Reincarnation, we're here doing this over and 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 over. In fact, one of the Buddha's disciples once asked him, how long, Buddha, how long have we been doing this? How long will this go for? And the Buddha said, imagine a mountain six miles long, six miles wide, and six miles high. He didn't actually say six miles. He said like the time that it takes a buffalo to walk two days or something, but it ends up being like six miles. So he said, imagine a mountain six miles long, six miles wide, and six miles high. Now imagine a bird with a silk scarf or a silk string in its mouth. And every hundred years, this bird flies over the top of the mountain and brushes that silk string over the top of the mountain. The Buddha said, we have been reincarnating for as long as it takes that silk string to wear down the mountain into nothing. It's a story, right? It's a parable, but basically it's eternity. It's outside the realm of mind to understand. We're just gonna keep doing this over and over and over and over again. So number one, the first thing is you're a human, okay? Be a human. Be a human, recognize your humanness. This is what, in the previous podcast, I've said, allow. Allow, this is what is. Allow yourself to be a human. Don't neglect your humanness. Don't deny your humanness. 
be a human, allow this, accept it, allow, accept, embrace, right? Allow your humanness. That's number one. But number two, accept that, hey, this, this may not happen in your lifetime, right? <laughs> because you're going to keep coming back. You know, we have people here on earth who maybe are on their one millionth reincarnation. And we have people here on earth that are maybe on their hundredth reincarnation, right? And that's why we have all these different levels of consciousness in, in interplay with us all the time. Like there's all these different people doing all these different things. You know, it's, it would be a misconception to think that the process of working off karma or the process of the spiritual path or the process of, of the human experience requires all of us to be conscious, requires all of us to be benevolent, requires all of us to be a certain way, because of course this isn't the way it is. What The way it must be is the way it is. And so even to get attached to that idea, to get attached to the idea that everybody should fill in the blank. Everybody should be the same, right? Everybody should think the same. Everybody should feel the same. Everybody should be the same. We look at our own lives as a microcosm, the little relationships that we have with our friends and our family, and we have shoulds for them. And then we look across the world at people that we don't know, and we have shoulds for them. You know, we look into Russia, we look into Israel, and we say, should, 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 should. <laughs> you know, we should. They shouldn't, or they shouldn't, right? They should or they shouldn't. This is our attachment. This is our neurosis. This is our own insanity. This is our own attachment. It's our attachment. It's our attachment to our own models. It's our attachment to our own ideas of the way things should and shouldn't be. It's pure attachment. Now, we have attachment. So again, we come here because of attachment, right? And it's everywhere. It's everywhere. You know, the Buddha said again, I, I bring back the Buddha because it's so clean. You know, I mentioned Muslims and Christians as well, but you know, the Buddha said, we come here on this plane, on this realm to off gas or, or release the, the karma of, of five hindrances. And those five hindrances are lust and greed, anger, ill rapport, you know, um, resentment, anxiety, restlessness, laziness, you know, topper, and doubt. And to go, I said more than five words. So we have desire, right? Which is greed and lust. That's desire. That's sensual desire. Desire for sugar. Desire for sex. Desire for more, right? Desire for money. That's one. That's attachment. Then the next is anger, which includes uh, resentment, which includes ill will. You know, oh, I hope they, I hope they get in a car accident. You know, the road rage. You know, I'm going to cut them off. You know, I hope that they flip over, now, who knows? <laughs> I don't know, I'm not a road rage person, but I've heard it, <laughs> the bit of the car with people. You know, laziness, inertia, the not moving. We're here to move, we move here. <laughs> we move, it's a movement, that's why we have the movement. So laziness is something, it's, we're attached to what? Comfort, we have to move, to do, to grow, build, create. Anxiety, restlessness, and then doubt. Doubt's another one. Of course, doubt is a part of this world specifically. We're attached to our doubts. We're attached to our, our beliefs, our, our past. Attached to it all. And, and these are the things that one or more of them that, that we work out. This is karma. It's all karma. But it comes from attachment. So what is attachment? What do I mean by attachment? What I mean by attachment is outcome. I mean, I do this for this reason. The ends justify the means, right? That my... My actions, the action that I take now is attached 
to the reason why I'm taking the action, which is the outcome. That's what I mean by attachment. That's one piece of attachment. And that really has to do with karma. That's why karma is, it means action. You know, karma is service. It's movement. It's doing. Because it's through that doing. It's, you know, we have the attachment. That's the inner. The attachment is the stuck energy. The attachment is sitting on the riverbank and watching the point in the river. And then all of a sudden a leaf floats by and you, you get stuck. You get attached to the leaf. And now where that leaf is going becomes important to you. What that leaf does on the river matters. Just like your actions, just like the outcome of your actions matter. It's like all of a sudden the outcome of this action matters. I'm doing this for this reason. That's the attachment. And that attachment creates karma. Because whatever it is that you're attached to, that outcome, that expectation, that energy is going to keep coming back around until you can burn it off, until you can burn off that impurity, until you can detach, essentially. But not in a disassociative way, brother. Because I'm not talking about detachment in renunciation or disassociation. Because I'm not saying to detach from the form. I'm saying to detach from the outcome, from the expectation, from the result, not from the form itself. In fact, I would encourage you just the opposite, to dive deeply into the form, to dive deeply into what you're doing, so much so that you forget why you're doing it. <laughs> So much so that the doing itself becomes the ends. So much so that the doing itself becomes the service, that the doing itself becomes the meditation, that the doing itself becomes the practice. And that is the detachment. That is how you detach. That's being present. Brothers, I'm going to mention this here because I want to say it's a little bit of an advance or maybe just a very subtle, subtle concept. But I think this podcast may be a good place to mention it and maybe even go into it more deeply on further on future episodes. Because it is such a subtle thing to be attached to an outcome. Sometimes we even convince ourselves being attached to that outcome or having that outcome is a benevolent thing. That it's a good thing to be attached to this. That I am doing this for this reason. And because this reason is wonderful and good and benevolent, I can be attached. <laughs> I'm like giving permission for attachment. It's like quote unquote good karma, right? And I'm not saying there's any, there's no such thing as good karma and bad karma. There's just, there's just karma. Karma is attachment. There's no such thing as good attachment or bad attachment. You're just attached or you're not. That's what I mean by balance, brothers. That's what I mean by balance in, in form or in soul. Because people will say that balance is 100% in form, but you're balancing right and wrong, good and bad, work and play. That's not balance. That's 100% in form. That's, that's incredibly off balance. It's just as off balance to be 100% in your soul to lack any humanity, any feeling of, of, of connection with, with another human being because you're, because you're so high, you're so in heaven, you're so in, in your soul state that you can't connect. I say, we want to have our foot in both camps. We want to have one foot on both. The Sufis say, yeah, I go into the marketplace and I don't want to buy anything. The Christians say, be in the world, but not of the world. Be in the world, but not of it. It's the same thing. You know, be here, be here now. Be human, be your incarnation, but don't be attached to what comes next. Don't be attached to what you're doing may or may not produce. And the subtleness of this, the subtleness of this can be so, 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 so subtle that sometimes we get lost in it ourselves. We get lost in this idea of, of helping. We get lost in this idea that 
that are doing matters, that are doing makes a difference. Even in the good ways, even when we say, well, it's a good way. It's a good thing. I'm helping this person. And I want you to follow this with me real quick, brother. Follow, follow me on this because I think you'll see it. If you, it's subtle. It's very subtle, which is what makes it advanced. But follow me on this. If you're engaging in an action, if your action is to help another person, say, I'm doing this to help you and stay with me, then your outcome, your expectation is that they will receive your help, that they will be helped, that you are the helper and they are the helpee. And so even before you engage in your quote unquote helping, <laughs> your action of whatever it is that will be the doing, you have already set up an imbalance between you and this person where they need something that you have and that you have something that they need. And so you have created this false reality, this illusion that they are in need and you are the savior and that your action is going to produce a result that is going to rise them up out of their need. You know, you have this power, this power to help. You are the helper. You can see it, right? And I know it's so subtle. It's such a subtle thing that you're attached to this idea, this outcome, that there's two beings. There's the helper and the helped, the savior and the saved. And when you approach another being with that story, with that idea, you are creating a disconnection with them. You're creating almost a repelling energy because you're looking at them not as they are, but as the story that you're telling yourself about who they are, that they need. You've subjugated them. And by being attached to the outcome now, you go through this process of helping. My actions help you. They make you better. They heal you because you're sick, because you need it, because you're not an infinite being of light. You're this little thing that needs help. You see? And that's the outcome. And that's the attachment. And then we become attached to that. And then, we're and then, and then in our attachment to that, we're attached to the story of that. They are sick. <laughs> and you can heal them. And that's not real. That is not the reality of things. The reality of things is that it's happening. It's all happening all at once. Time is a part of the illusion. It's all here now. It's all just perfect. Like a kaleidoscope, you know? You twist the kaleidoscope and all the colors fall and change in their perfection. And that's what we're experiencing. We're experiencing that kaleidoscope of perfecting change, of constant flux. And it's moving and it's changing. And we judge it when we get stuck. We judge it when we get attached. We get attached to our stories. We get attached to our past. You know, we get attached to the, to, the, to the rhetoric, to the narratives. We get attached to our, our desires. We get attached to the desire to feel pleasure, whether it's a buffering desire, or we get attached to our desire to, 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 to help. I want to help. I want to help people. I can get attached to that. I get attached to that and then believe 
that it's me that's helping. It's my doingness that's doing something. We don't know. We don't know what the outcome of our actions will be. We never know. There is no process. There is no process. There is no steps. There is no way. There's no one direction. There is no one path. The best we can do, we can never help another person. That's the thing. We don't help another person. A lot of times when we think we help another person, we're just actually harming them because of our attachment, because we're attached to the story of our helpingness and the outcome that they're being helped. That creates karma, which harms us in the future because that karma has to come back and be, and be burned off as an impurity. But it also robs them of their own destiny because, hey, I'm the one that's helping you, right? It's not you. You're not the one moving through a natural, organic process of enlightenment. No, 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 no. It's what I've done. It's my action. I'm helping. (laughs) So what do we do? How do we bridge this? We bridge this again by, by letting go of our attachment. And again, I'll come back to the idea of you're sitting on the bank of a stream. You're sitting at the bank of a river and you're watching. The water is moving. The water is flowing and you're watching it. And the leaves come by. But instead of the leaves coming by and you watching the leaves, they come through that point. You're watching that point, meditating on that point of movement where everything is just is. It's happening. It's flow. It's in, it's, it's in constant flow. You're not getting stuck with any one drop of water or one piece of debris that passes through that point. And then the leaf comes. But the leaf passes through that point and just keeps floating. And you don't follow the leaf. You don't chase the leaf. You stay there, always there, always in the moment, always here. Because there's nowhere you can go. There is nowhere but here. And that's what creates burnout. What creates burnout is not a bunch of doing, a bunch of escaping. (laughs) You know, brothers, there are people who can do a lot without burning out. Burnout comes not by the amount that you're doing. It comes from the amount that you're expecting from your doing. It's looking not in the moment at what's happening, but seeking what's next, what's next, what's next. It's being just ahead of the now, just ahead of that moment. You know, always kind of where next, 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 next. That's that burns you out. I mean, what's, what's happening because you're not here. Even giving your wife or your girlfriend a massage, right? So while I'm helping her, I'm giving to her, she's in pain or she's in need. And I'm giving, I'm healing or helping. And you may think, oh, but that's a nice thing to do. That's so benevolent. It's so wonderful. But again, that's the subtleness of it is the attachment. You're attached to her feeling better. (laughs) You're attached to her feeling better. You're attached to her not being in pain. You're in pain, I'll give you a massage. Then you won't be in pain, right? (laughs) Right? I mean, that's the funny thing. It's like, it's always attachment. We're always in that next place, next place, next place. Where's the problem? Where's the problem? That's what the mind does. Find the problem, find the problem, find the problem. As soon as it's found, we come with a solution. Find the problem, there's a solution. Find the problem, there's a solution. That's the attachment. There are no problems, brother. There are no problems. It's just beautiful. It's just beautiful perfection always, everywhere, all the time. And of course, there will be times that I come out of that. (laughs) There will be times when I say, oh, This is, I don't like this, right? Like when my niece beats me at Super Mario Kart, (laughs) you know, like, oh, this shouldn't be happening. You know, I remember, I come back like, oh yeah, it's it's good. It's all good (laughs) because it is, it really is. And we come out of it. But here's the practice is what takes you out of it. 
What takes you out of it? What is the leaf that catches your awareness and gets you stuck in energy? That's the practice. What is the attachment? I've given you some ideas, right? The Buddha said there are five. But it's for you to know. It's for you to see. Because that's the lesson. That's the school. We're in school for this. We're in school for this. For you to see it. Make this your practice. Where are you losing presence? And for what reason? Maybe it's when you get a text message that your, I don't know, that your bank account's overdraft or you missed a payment on your credit card, right? Maybe it has to do with looking at your bank account. Maybe it's the money thing. You know, maybe, maybe it's a relational thing. Maybe it has to do with, with women or with people. You know, it has to do with like, like, a, like a mother wound. Like it has to do with women or, or maybe a father wound. It has to do with like brotherhood. You know, maybe it has to do with something else. Maybe it has to do with comparison. Maybe you open up an Instagram or you driving and you see a billboard, right? Or a magazine. There's a comparison and you lose that space of perfection. Everything is perfect. It's like, oh, like I'm not as tall as that person. <laughs> They're better than me, right? I wish I was taller. It's stuck. I'm stuck. I'm attached. And we can get right back out of it. But the thing is, the practice is, is where do you lose it? Where are you losing your, your presence? Where are you losing presence with the world? And to be present is to be in the breath and to be in the now. So watch yourself. Watch yourself. Watch yourself walk down the sidewalk. I'm walking down the sidewalk. My right foot lifts up. I lean forward. I fall. My right foot catches my fall. Right? My left foot lifts up. I lean forward. I fall. My left foot catches my fall. This is walking. <laughs> You know, and I'm breathing and I'm here and everything is happening. Then all of a sudden, what? What happens? What catches? What energy gets stuck? Does it get stuck in my mind? Do I think a thought that I get stuck and I start to ruminate on and I'm no longer in the now? Or maybe I see something in the world that triggers something. I start down a rabbit hole there. What is it? That is the attachment. We get attached and we get taken down, we get taken into that thought pattern, that, that loop, we get taken out of the now. And this is why we meditate. See, we don't want to be meditators. I don't want to be a meditator. Do you want to be a meditator? I don't want to be a meditator. I want to be free. I want to live in freedom. I meditate, but I'm not attached to meditation. You see? I'm not even really attached to being free. There are times when I'm attached to being free, but that's when I'm stuck in my energy of being free. You see? And I'm like, oh, what do I need to do? What do I need to do to get free? <laughs> and I know that I can't do anything to get free because I'm always free. <laughs> so then it brings me back and I realize I'm here. I'm here. I'm now. I'm free. But, but it's in that attachment to freedom that I'm not free and I have to get free because I'm attached to being free. Being attached to being free, I'm not free because I'm attached. And that's really the dilemma. That's the human condition. To be in the world and not of the world. To go into the marketplace and not want to buy anything. These are two things saying the same thing. This is the Christian way of saying it and the Muslim way of saying it. The Christian way of saying it, to be in the world and not of it. To be fully in the world. To be fully in the world. Not to go into a cave, not to go into an ashram, not to go into a temple. But to continue to do what you do. Go to your job. Go to your wife. Go to your kids. You know, go to your uh, bowling tournaments. Now, whatever you do. Go to your golf matches. I don't know. It, be in the world, participate, be the candle, be fully engaged, but don't be of it. You know, don't be so attached to it all. Don't be so attached to the highs where you're afraid that they may not be with you all the time, right? I'm attached to these highs, I'm attached to my loves, you know, these, all these things that I love, I'm attached to them and I need them to be with me always. And if they go, then I become sad. I need them always, my attachment. And don't be attached to 
having something that you think you need and don't have because that's the low. You know, I need this. I don't have it. I'm attached to it. I can't be here present without it. That's more attachment. And it's all, I mean, whatever path you choose now that you're on the spiritual journey, brothers, and the academy is one path. I want you to know it is just a path. It is a way. If you dedicate yourself to that way, to that path, it will work. But it's not the only way. <laughs> it's not the only path. Any dedication, any commitment to a path will work as long as you commit to the path. And when I say will work, I mean it will detach you. But you have to be very careful because you can even see that there's attachment in that statement. That's why part of this path is the detachment. It's, it's so funny because you have to go in to get out. <laughs> That's the paradox of it all. That's what drives people crazy about the spiritual path. Because the material path is what you see is what you get. The material path is very straightforward. What you see is what you get. And of course it's very straightforward because it's a construct of the mind. It's all illusion. It was made by the mind. It's run by the mind. And so it's very rational according to the mind. But the spiritual path is very different. It's very paradoxical. Recognize more of who you are by being less of who you think you are. You experience more and more abundance in your life by letting go of the accumulation that you've had over your lifetime. It's very paradoxical, brothers, but don't take my word for it. You guys are already on the spiritual path. Choose a way, and it could be a lot of different ways. Again, even if you enrolled in the academy just to find a way, just to talk to me or some of our coaches, what does Kevin mean by the way? What does he mean by paths? Because there are different paths. There's the path of love. There's the path of study. There's the path of service. There's many, many paths. The academy I put together as one for those brothers that are seeking. Yeah, that's it. You know, again, I'm not attached. I'm not attached to any of it. <laughs> if nobody's in the academy, nobody's in the academy. It's not a big deal. It doesn't make a difference to me. It makes no difference at all. If nobody listens to this podcast, it made no difference to me. I'm still going to make them. <laughs> still going to record them because I'm not attached to it. You see, this is my dharma. This is my service. If, if only one person listened to these podcasts, if there was only one person in the academy, it would be, that's my dharma. It makes no difference. One or one million. If, if I, I don't even know, actually. And I know that probably sounds ridiculous to many of you guys. A lot of you guys are probably like, how can this guy even be running a business like this? I do not know how many people listen to this podcast. Yes, I hire people to upload it to a platform that can give me that data, but I don't look at that data because I don't care. There's no difference. Like I said, it doesn't matter. It could be millions of people listening to this podcast right now, or there could be nobody. <laughs> I'm still going to record them because it's who I am. It's not because I'm attached to an outcome, you see. It's not because I'm attached to this idea that if I put out this podcast, then I'll have people that will reach out to me and become students and enroll in the academy. And, you know, then I'll have a big business and lots of money and, you know, be able to help all these people in the world. And I can be a savior and a servant. And no, I don't know. That's none of that matters. In fact, yeah, that's all, again, that's all attachment. That's all attachment to story. I do these podcasts because I do them. I created the academy because I created it. <laughs> and I work with my students because I work with my students. This is my dharma. Because by doing these things in a not attached way, I free myself of karma. You see, it's my journey, brothers. It's for me. 
I'm doing it for me. And I'm not saying that in a selfish way, but just look at what I said. When I do these things without attachment, I free myself of karma. I, it's just my dharma. It's just serving. I just serve. I just do. Without expectation, without attachment, without outcome, without result. And I do it to release, to let go, to relieve my suffering. You see? <laughs> now, some of you out there might be like, oh, <laughs> He's, he's not doing this for us. <laughs> you might be a little offended by that, right? But I'm not. I'm not. Because if there was no you, if you guys weren't out there, I would still be doing it. That's the thing. I would still be doing it. I was doing it when there was no audience. You know, for the first 10 weeks of the podcast, I don't know if I had any audience. You know, I don't know. Who knows? People searching the Alpha Male Coach podcast, I don't know. Maybe they just randomly... Stop on it. But, you know, the first maybe five, six weeks, first five, six episodes, maybe I know he was listening. So what? And now it's five years later. And maybe there's still nobody listening. <laughs> so what? Right? I mean, I know there are people listening because I, there are people in the academy. I mean, I know you guys reach out with questions and emails. And I know there are people listening. I'm making a joke. But the point is, brothers, is attachment. The point is, is that to give without having anyone receive. You know, to be the act of giving rather than the giver who has, who has a receiver. You know, to be the giving itself, to be the action itself, not someone doing the action as a cause to get an effect, but to be the action itself, to be so in the action that you're in, the, to be so in the moment, to be so in the present that you are, that you and the action cannot be separated. You're giving your wife a massage. You, the giver, or her, the receiver, there's just the massage. The only thing happening is the massage. There's just one thing. There's not you and her, giver, receiver. There's just it happening. To be so immersed, it's tantra. You understand? It's, it's to be so in the moment, to be so in union with God, that duality disappears. Duality is outcome dependence, cause and effect. Now and later, that's duality. But to be so at one with your action that you are here and there is no later, it just is. That is non-attachment. And brothers, if you want more information about this, if you want to go deeper into this concept, this idea of non-attachment, I offer that you either sign up for a consultation call or enroll at the academy. And I will go through all of this with you. I'll talk to you guys. You guys can ask me questions. You can work with the coaches in the academy, ask each other questions. It's a path. It's letting go. It's remembering. And it's not about remembering because we're all going to remember. It's just, is this in your dharma? Is the academy, is working with the brotherhood, is releasing your karma a part of your dharma in this lifetime? And if so, and you're listening to this podcast, I offer you a path, and it is the Academy. And until next week, brothers, elevate your Alpha. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Alpha Male Coach Podcast. If you enjoy what you've heard and want even more, sign up for Unleash Your Alpha, your guide to shifting to the Alpha mindset at thealphamalecoach.com slash unleash.